Chapter 1 Bella flinched when she heard the sound of a door springing open. She couldn't see anything, but she could feel the little boy from before. Nuzzling against her, his small arms slinging around her chest, his head lying gently against her collarbone, she tried to move her arm, but the sound of the metal chains echoed throughout the dainty bedroom. She didn't realise she was chained to the wall. A buzzing light bulb flicked on, and Bella's eyes squinted to adjust to the illuminated room. Mummy was standing in the middle of the room, a tall and skinny figure, covered in loose, in a loose black dress, which like features were accentuated in a new lighting. A curved nose, a stringy red hair, a small eyes, and yellow teeth. Everything about appearance sent a bout of chills down her spine. Besides, Mummy was an obviously drugged out older boy, reaching Mummy's stretched height around six feet foot, but possibly a few inches shorter than her. His head was down, his thick black hair falling into his face. His eyes were closed, his arms were tied behind his back. There was a red bandana gagging him, stretching across his mouth. The little boy beside Bella, no more than seven years old, began to stir beneath her chin in his, in his sleep. She looked down to find his great brown eyes staring up at her, tail tears welling up in them. Shh! Bella cooed quietly, watching as Mummy had occupied herself with chaining the older boy to the wall across the small bedroom. The older boy was moaning and groaning. Beneath his breath, his movements flinched and slowing as he shook his head, locked in his false days. Mummy stood up and rubbed her hands against her thigh, vain, thread legs. She exhaled and gave a small smile. What well, she, before her beady eyes, looked over to Bella. Bella's heart palpitated in her chest and her breath escaped her lungs as, as she locked eyes with a psychotic woman. Your father thought he could keep my children from me, Mummy spoke. Startling little boy pressed up against Bella. But I finally found my oldest. Now you all are. You now you are all here. Medic bout laughter escaped Mummy. Cracked lips as he laced her fingers together. We'll be taking a family photo. Mummy planned casually. But first, I must finish dinner. A voice was clearly de de de. de deteriorated from years of smoking. It was monotonous and broken, yet it still had a jovial undertone beneath it. Confirmation was absolutely horrifying. Mummy walking slowly walked out slowly walked out through the bed her bedroom door, slamming it shut behind her, and practically shaking the room. Bella stared around at the dirty and peeling baby pink wallpaper. Her eyes carefully observed every ball game lined up against the walls. Every stuffed animal piled in the corners, every dollhouse scattered across the carpet. Her chest was heavy. As she then looked at the older boy, who slumped against the wall, his head, his shoulder, and his lips parted. He finished out his drug-induced sleep. I want to go home, said the little boy in a small voice, the first time Bella had heard him speak. Her words clinched round her heart, but she promised herself she wouldn't cry the second she was thrown into the back seat, she promised she'd comply and stay strong, because crying 
would get her nowhere except closer to her demise. Bella now, with the lights on and sobered from her own drug-induced state, was able to see the small boy in its entirety. It fair skin, a type of fair that was so pale you could see the veins beneath the surface. His hair was almost bleak blonde. His eyes were very dark and big. His mouth and nose were small. There was dirt stained his white t-shirt and jeans. That is when Bella noticed he wasn't tied or chained up at all. Hey, Bella said gently. The little boy moved off her lap, growing, glowing hot against her body. Bella stared at him, a small smile forced into her lips. Tell me your name, she attempted to make her voice so as calm as possible to distract the young boy. Reality of the situation they were in. The boy sat in front of her and played with his fingers in his movements, jittery, his eyes panicked. Elliot, he spoke timidly. Bella inhaled sharply and played a bigger smile upon her lips, allowing it to reach her eyes. Hi, Elliot. Elliot. My name is Bella. A small smile broke into Elliot's mouth. He looked up at Bella. I wonder where we are. Do you know? Bella sniffed, her hand reaching out to grab his small fingers. I'm not sure, whatever we are. I am sure we'll be home soon, okay? <clears throat> Elliot nodded, his smile growing. Who is that woman that told us to call her mummy for? She's definitely not my mummy. Bella shrugged her shoulders. I'm not sure who she is. She's sick, though. So you have to be very quiet when she comes in. Do not cry or try to run, because you might get upset. Does your mummy ever get upset with you? She spoke softly, very quietly. Elliot nodded again. His smile drew bit dropping. She yelled at me one time because I fed her puppy Play-Doh. I had to sit in time out for a whole hour. Bella laughed. Shh, remember, quiet voices. His mum might make you sit in a time out. Do you want that? Elliot shook, shook his head. Nah, he whispered. Her thumb rubbed comfortably against his small hand. Just stay close to me. I'll make sure he doesn't put you in a timeout. The sound of metal jingling, jingling against the wall across the room rattled Elliot and Bella, making him jump and look over at the older boy. He was beginning to wake up. Elliot scrambled into Bella's lap again. His head against her heartbeat and throbbed a pulse at a quick pace. The older boy's eyes opened. I better notice her with striking grey colour. He also noticed he had contusions littering the area surrounding his thick eyebrows, a long scar running from the top of his cheekbone to the bottom of his jaw. He made noises around the gag in his mouth, muffling his anger as he attempted to pull his body forward, the chains restricting him. His arms still behind his back were trying desperately to pull him free. Bella stared at the boy in fear, and the sound of his angry groans and breaths filled her ears. She knew that a part of survival in a situation like theirs was staying calm, and she worried that the older boy would fail to cooperate. He finally stopped off a set of units of trying, his breath rugged and his sweat-soaked hair falling into his forehead. His shoulders and chest heaved with each inhale, and his light eyes remained locked on Bella and Elliot. A door flew open. A mummy revealed a new colourful dress. A hung off her of her raw bone torso, like a pillow sack. Her ginger hair resembled straw. Sitting atop her angular shoulders, 
as he pressed a hand against the doorway and watched each of them intently. In the hand was a chunky Polaroid 606-660 land camera. Pinch of time, sweethearts. This is a big day. A day you united with your mummy. You must remember it forever. She held the camera up to the older boy first, making him shy away from her and looked to the side to avoid the lens. Smile! Chapter 2 The room was beginning to grow hot and stuffy. The three of them were groaning and caving in discomfort, unable to handle the heat invading the windless room. Bella almost felt as if she couldn't breathe. Her heart head was back against the wall. Her shirt was drenched. Her breath was heavy. Sweat was gathering on her skin, dripping but, but down the sides of her face and dampening her dark strands of her hair. And it had moved to the side of Bella. Do close but not touching her. His small breaths were heavy and his flesh was glistening as well. The older boy had his head against the wall, his eyes locked on the other side of the room. As he sat bound and gagged, his emily hair was almost soaked as well. A single strand of it had fallen into his forehead and his dark shirt was stained perspiration. He had been sitting there for a while but there was no way to feel distinct amount of time. Mummy had left to go finish developing the photos. She had falsely snapped all the three of them. The temperature of the room shot up around 20 degrees off that. The older boy started making noise. His slate-coloured eyes locked on Elliot, who was looking at him too. The older boy started nodding, stretching with his head to come towards him. Elliot instantly looked up to Bella. What does he want? he asked, his eyes, his voice tight, his dark eyes confused. They looked over the older boy, whose gaze held intense desperation. Maybe he wants you to go over to him, she whispered, her voice straining. Go pull the bandana off his mouth for just a second. What if I get in trouble, idiot? questioned Warley. What if a lady comes in? She won't want the bandana off. But his lips tightened in fault, while she looked around at a mess of toys in the corner. Just for a second to see what he wants. I'll let you know if I hear her coming. But Elliot hesitantly stood up, his thing, tiny fingers reaching to wipe his forehead. He slowly walked a few steps to the older boy before he knelt in front of him and tied his finger around the bandana. He only glanced back at Bella before pulling it down to the older boy's chin. The older boy's breaths were heavier once the gag had been removed. Look in my pocket, the older boy had ordered. His voice was raspy and tight. Please, the left one. And his eyes were wide, and Bella watched him reach his hand out towards the pocket of the older boy's jeans. The other pocket left, the older boy was directed. And it moved to the other pocket. The other pocket. Reaching in and pulling out a silver switchblade, the old boy breathed in relief. And Bella watched as Elliot stared at the object. His small hand slapped George with huge eyes. Cut the ropes around my wrists off, the old boy said, glancing at the doorway. Hurry! Bella noticed the boy seemed to have an accent of some sort. She couldn't figure out what kind. Do you really think this is a good idea? Bella said, suddenly making the older boy look over at her. First of all, you have a little boy with a knife around your arms. Second, you don't know what that woman is capable of. Why would you make her mad right now? The other boy laughed, but not in amusement, more in des- desperate and tight grass. As he shook his head, that psycho lady, I'm not worried about it. Kid, just do it, pl- do it, uh, please. 
Belial wanted to yell at this older boy, but they fell solid and heard footsteps creaking slowly towards the door. Elliot instantly dropped the switchblade to the ground. The older boy's eyes widened. No, no, put it back, the older boys tried to say. But Elliot quickly slipped the bag back in his mouth before he could finish his frantic thought. He then sprinted beside, over the beside brother, knee tripping over the doll in the process. He says, as his chest moved up and down in horror, the older boy's eyes did not stray from the switchblade, even when the door slowly creaked open. A mummy walked in, the scar was wrapped beneath her eyes. She seemed drowsy with an unlit cigarette. Hanging out of her mouth. Hey, kids, she said, around the cigarette. I have a picture dark drying with a light. Maybe we can have a family night, she said. Eyes slow, avoid slow. Eyes as old or freedom. As old the freedom slowly, with drunk gin on her lips. Her eyes caught the switchblade lying on the ground in front of the older boy. What is this? And it was shaking like a leaf against Bella. Bella just watched silently as mummy knelt back down and picked up the dangerous object, chucking, chuckling beneath her breath. Bella's heart instantly fell in her stomach. She prayed to whatever, whoever was listening that this little, this older boy wouldn't end up costing the three of them their lives. With a frightening glint in mummy's eyes, Bella wasn't sure if they would even still be alive within the next few minutes. Three children realised they were stuck in the basement of a psychopath. Old woman, so very old woman, who claims to be their mum, and forces them to call them mummy. Can they escape this nightmare? 